just to let you know about our speaking schedule, and of course, you see we got Brother Domingos and Maxwell here back with us, and I explained to you last week and in the Wednesday night service, you guys got a little bit more of the story uh, about how it all came about, but nonetheless, uh, they're back here with us for till the 26th. That was the uh, early, there, there was a change of ticket plan going on, and that was the earliest that British Airways could get their ticket changed for them to go back. So um, they're back here with us till the 26th, which is next Sunday. That was the Sunday that all three, Ken and Domingos and Maxwell, were supposed to be leaving, but now Ken said he's changed, his plans have changed, and got to go visit mom out in California, and so we understand that. Uh, and that's a good thing. We're flexible, isn't it? Uh, all these things that happen. So here's what we got planned, though. <clears throat> Domingos is speaking here this morning. M Maxwell is going to preach at Tracy's church this evening. So you all have an invitation to come to Faith Baptist Church up on North Hickory Valley this evening at 6 o'clock if you'd like to hear Maxwell preach uh, there. Then on Tuesday evening... We'll be going down to um, Brian's church, and Maxwell will preach there. And then on Wednesday evening, we come back, and we've canceled our Wednesday night Bible study, and Mark was good with that. And we're studying the book of Revelation on Wednesday nights, and he just got started uh, one Wednesday, and already we've preempted him. But we're, we're going to all go back to Tracy's church, and there Domingos will get to preach there. And the reason we designed it that way is they both get to preach twice, and they're not going to be they're going to be in three different churches, and not the same church, not speaking in the same church, you know, two times. So we're looking forward to that. And that's um, so anybody who wants to drive down to uh, Brian's church on Tuesday night, um, you know, you're welcome to come and hear Maxwell preach down there too, and it'll be a good visit. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, we appreciate your comments, Sharon. I mean, I wanted to say a word about that. <clears throat> a word about the word, <laughs> as it were. You know, the scriptures tell us about the fact that we need to be fed. Milk. Spiritual milk. But they also tells us that we don't need to stay on spiritual milk. You need to get off onto some meat. And eat spiritual meat. And very few churches today actually get to the meat. And that's what we try to focus on. We don't want you to stay a babe. And it's sad how many people are 50, 60, 70, 80 years old. And they still come to church week after week. And they say, hallelujah, I'm saved. And that's as far as they've ever gotten in their Christian life. And that is a sad thing. But I also want to say, Sharon, how, what you have brought to this congregation. I mean, you mean a lot to us. Your vibrancy and um, the spirit that you brought. I, mean, I love to watch you worship the Lord and praise the Lord. And I think I mentioned a week or so ago, you know, that's a dimension that we need. There's mind, there's will, and there's emotion. And we've got that mind and will thing down pretty pat in most of our Baptist churches. But we don't have that emotion thing down so hot. 
And I personally would like a little more of that. And I wish, and, and I want to work on that. I like to get it in. My, I remember one time this guy was preaching one time down in the Bahamas. And I mean, it was a great message. And I think I may have shared this with you. And I mean, it was so good. All of a sudden I went, praise the Lord, hallelujah, or something like that. And I mean, it scared me to death and shocked me. You know, I can't believe that came out of my mouth, you know. But it was an awesome thing, you know. And, and it's sometimes it's just hard to break through that barrier if you're not accustomed to that. So I'm just saying we appreciate that. That is a wonderful thing. Okay, and then um, I think to our, oh, and then welcome to our visitors. Uh, we got some folks from Mississippi passing through and then some folks right across the street uh, visiting with us this morning. Uh, so we're glad to have you here. And we have a guest visitor, so hopefully you'll come back and visit with us one more time and then you get to hear the old guy preach and all that sort of thing. So uh, I'd like to have a, just a hopefully a very, very, very short meeting right after church with you men uh, just to clarify something and um, make sure we're all on the same page. And I already did that with Harris, so you already know what's happening. Same thing. No, no change <laughs> uh, on that. Okay, Brother Domingos, here he comes. Glad to have you here. He's going to preach for us this morning. He said he's going to be preaching out the gospel of Mark, so we're looking forward to that. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor. All right. Don't greet the church. Amen. Hi. Uh, uh, first, I'll say that uh, uh, I'm from Mozambique. So, in my country, we speak Portuguese, not English. Uh, and uh, when I will be speaking English here, you'll find some English outside of real English. So, <laughs> forgive me for that. Uh, because I was preaching then in Barbados. So, after that, uh, Pastor Nitro told me that... Uh, you, you, you shock English very well. So uh, I hope that I will do the same here because I, I can't speak English. So uh, forgive him and forgive him for every, uh, some bad English from my mouth, please. Because if it's in Portuguese, wow, I can speak it very well. Uh, uh, we and uh, my friend, Pastor Maxwell, we want to thank you for everything what you did for us, not only in the moment of conference, even now to receiving us again and to be with us here before we went to Mozambique and here for Malawi. We want to one more time say thank you for this church, for Pastor. Uh, I was talking with Pastor yesterday and telling him that uh, Real, real here, we're feeling at home. Uh, we're feeling loved here. We're feeling uh, supported. And uh, we want to take this means just to say thank you for everyone here for all what you did for us. Uh, and ask you to open your Bible in the Gospel of Mark, Mark, some Mark chapter 6.
Gospel of Saint Mark, chapter 6, verse 18, date. Verse 8. I read from verse 8 to 40. Uh, sorry, I'm reading Portuguese, <laughs> uh, and it will be good for you to, to hear Portuguese, okay? <laughs> yeah. Verse 8. Voltaram os apóstolos à presença de Jesus e lhes relataram tudo quando haviam feito e ensinado. E ele lhes disse, vindo repousar um pouco à parte, num lugar deserto porque eles não tinham tempo nem para comer, visto serem numerosos que iam e vinham. Então foram sós no barco para um lugar solitário. Muitos, porém, os viram partir e, reconhecendo-os, correram para lá a pé de todas as cidades e chegaram antes deles. Ao desembarcar, viu Jesus uma grande multidão e compadeceu-se deles, porque eram como ovelhas que não tinham pasto, e passou a ensinar-lhes muitas coisas. Inclinando a tarde, vieram os discípulos a Jesus e lhe disseram, é deserto este lugar, e já avançada a hora, despede-os para que, passando pelos campos ao redor e pelas aldeias, compre para si o que comer. Porém, eles lhe responderam, deles vós mesmo de comer. Disse-lhes, Iremos comprar 200 denários de pão para lhes dar de comer. E ele lhes disse, quantos pães tendes? E de ver, e sabendo eles, responderam, cinco pães e dois pés. Então Jesus lhes ordenou que todos se assentassem em grupos sobre as relva, a relva verde, e fizeram repartindo-se em grupos de cem em cem e de cinquenta em cinquenta. Amém. Uh, let me pray. And uh, I know that, uh, again, I'll pay in Portuguese. It's easy for me. Uh, Pai, nós queremos te dar graça em nome de Jesus. Queremos te honrar, Senhor. Senhor, eu quero me submeter à tua vontade e ao teu querer. E que o Senhor tome essa ocasião. Fale sobre a igreja. Senhor, fale sobre a vida de cada um. E toda honra, glória e louvor e adoração seja somente a ti dada. Não só hoje, mas para todos sempre. Em nome de Jesus. Amém. Thank you. Uh, when I was coming from Mozambique to the state, uh, I knew that uh, I, I had the time to preach. But I was uh, talking with myself, with God, saying that how I will, be, I will preach it. It will, uh, if I, I'm going to Brazil, it will be good to preach in Portuguese. If I'm going to Portugal, maybe to Angola, some country of Africa, which will speak Portuguese. For me, it's easy to preach in Portuguese. So I started uh, talking with myself, with Jesus, like, how I'll be preaching there. Uh, so it started to rem- remind me some uh, some preachers uh, uh, we traveled from state to Mozambique, preaching English. I was I was there, sitting and hear them preaching, and some uh, we using internet to see some preaching English preaching. Just we learn them. Uh, not only we learn English when they are preaching, we learn all even the gospel because 
myself, I'm past in Mozambique for, I'm past of 22 pastors uh, in different cities, in different villages. But I will tell you that all those pastors, uh, any one of them, they, have, they, they went to the college to learn the Bible. They're just preaching because uh, we have uh, in, uh, in two months, three months, maybe in, in, a, in one year, a meeting which we, someone came, teach us a gospel, and after that we go to the, our church to preach to. It's not easy for us, but it's what we can do now because we don't have a good college, even we don't have a, a, a money to support us to go to the college. So for myself and the other friends of mine, we use the internet to go to your site to see people preaching and to learn with them, to, to take the same gospel, to teach the church. So it's what we do. And uh, uh, when I was coming, I remember someone was preaching about this gospel which I'm trying to preach today. And I learned more about that. Uh, First, when we was reading this, we can see here uh, when the disciples of Jesus, they came back after uh, preaching the gospel around and we meet with Jesus and Jesus told them that it's good now to go, to move to another side. And they took a boat and to go to another side. And the Bible said that side when they was going, it was a, a wilderness. And uh, the Bible says that when Jesus and his disciples, they, they was moving to that wilderness, people, and they saw him. And the Bible said they, they used another way, walking and running to go to other side, which, uh, in the same side where Jesus was going with his disciple. So I was trying to see that uh, how... People uh, can follow Jesus even when Jesus is going to the wilderness. Because it is to follow Jesus when he's going to the village, when he's going to the city, when he's going to the place where we can find food. It is to follow Jesus when everything is good, when the peace is in our heart. It's easy to follow Jesus when the female is, is good. When we don't have any problem with the lawyer, it's good to follow Jesus that way. But when, we, when Jesus is going to the wilderness, it's not easy to follow him. But these people, they follow Jesus even in the wilderness. They follow Jesus when he's going, he was going to the place when anything can grow up. It's the wilderness. We can't find things growing there. But even this, in that place, people follow Jesus. It's easy to follow Jesus when everything is okay in the minister. In ministry, it's easy to follow Jesus and the church is growing up. If when everyone is coming to church and everything in church is okay, it's easy to go there. But when the church is facing the uh, the difficult moment, when the church is, is facing the moment when everything looks like this is our wilderness, it's not easy to still follow Jesus that way. For us, example, in Mozambique, in Africa, it's not easy to still going to church. For you here, it's not necessary to pray to eat tomorrow. 
But for us, we have to pray today to eat tomorrow. We have to pray to water because we have a certain place there. We don't have water. To drink water, we have to walk kilometers and kilometers to find water. It's not easy to still Christian. It's not easy to, to still follow Jesus when everything is not okay. To found hospital in Mozambique is not easy. There are places to found hospital. You have to drive and walk, not with car. You have to walk more than five kilometers. Not easy. But in this way, we still follow Jesus. We still love him. We still give our life to him. Because we learn with these people, they follow Jesus even the wilderness. It's not all to follow Jesus even to, when it's going to wilderness. We have to find here that Jesus is showing us that he is a good preacher. Uh, Jesus is the best preacher we can find. No one can preach as Jesus. When Jesus starts to preach, people sitting, people start to hear him. Jesus can take hours and the hours preaching, but people still there hear him because he's good preacher. He's the great preacher. Maybe that's why when we go to the heaven, no one will preach there. Maybe it's what I can think because the Bible teaches us that when we went to there, we'll be worshiping him. Uh, maybe because no one can preach with him, because we can go there, myself, start preaching, preaching, he's looking for me, it's, wow, son, I can preach more than you. <laughs> but we can speak about worshiping, you know that he can worship himself, but we can worship him. So that's why I think that uh, uh, he's the best and the best preacher we can find. But outside to, to be a great preacher, Jesus was great leader. That's why we can find people follow him even in the wilderness. Because he was the great leader. He was leading his uh, uh, loving people, leading, uh, helping people. He was great leader. That's why he, even when he went to the wilderness, people still follow him. When we're still reading this passage of the Bible, we found this certain moment that we, uh, uh, the disciple of Jesus, they went to him and tell him that they had a problem. More of us, we think that when we are in God's presence, we'll never have problem. But this, uh, pers- uh, this, uh, this person which we read now, we can see that uh, they was in the Jesus' presence. They was with Jesus. They was with the, uh, uh, the Son of God. But even with the, uh, in the presence of Jesus, they had problem. They went to Jesus and said, Jesus, we have problem. We don't have food to give everyone here. It's, we think that's better to tell them to go to find the food. Sometime when we, we are... In the God presence, uh, we, we're looking for ourselves and say, God, uh, we are here, we worship you, we praise you, we, we, we do all, uh, all what you want, but we still have problems. Uh, I think that no one likes problems, but we have to come to recognize that uh, to pass 
uh, through some problem in this life, it can tell us that uh, we are the son of God. Because the Bible teaches us that uh, those who have uh, followed Jesus, those who are giving their life to Jesus, they're facing some problem in this life. When they go to Jesus, they went to Jesus and tell him that we have problem. Jesus tell them that you have to give them the food. We have to fill them. We have to give them the food. And they say to Jesus, where we can find the food for all of them? And they went to find it. And the Bible teaches that uh, when they went, we found the uh, children, which we, we had uh, five, uh, five uh, uh, bread and two fish. Five bread and two fish. When I, uh, when I was young, uh, I'm still young. <laughs> uh, uh, it was so difficult for me to, rem- to remember that this person is speaking about five bread and two fish. It's not easy. It was not easy. But one day someone teach me and say that, hey, uh, maybe it's not uh, applicable here, but in, in, in Mozambique it is. He told me that uh, when you go to the table and uh, the lunch moment, uh, we have more, uh, we call shima, sadza. It's a, we saw the picture here when the lady was cooking it. Yeah, uh, that we call chima, sadza. So we have more sadza than fish. So uh, if you remember that you have more sadza than fish, it means that uh, five bread and two fish. Uh, we have more uh, bread than fish. So when he, then, uh, the disciple found the, the, uh, the children with five bread and two fish, remember that uh, this food uh, uh, is, a, is a, a baby food, is a, is a food of that children. It's not the food of the disciple. So uh, the, uh, those disciples have to find a way how to, raise, to take this food from the children and to give Jesus. So he, to Jesus make the, the miracle to multiply, multiply, oh God, to multiply, multiply the, the, the food for them. So I think here that the, uh, those disciples... Uh, to, to take this from the, that children. It's not easy to take something for children. So to take it from them, it will be good for them to, to humble themselves, to come to the level of children, and to ask it from them. I, I start to think that uh, sometime to, to find a, something, from, uh, something for, to us that to that things to give Jesus and to bring a, a multiplication in our life, or if we want to, uh, to, to see something happen in our life, if we want to see the miracle of God in our life, sometimes we have to humble ourselves. We can't find it without it. Uh, if you don't be humble one. We have to learn how to be humble to get something which will bring miracle, which will bring change in our life. So the disciple have to start speaking as a child, like, hey, 
please, you can give us this. Because uh, just come and give this, maybe the children can refuse with this. But you're going to, we have to be able, we have to come down. Uh, because the Bible teaches us those who uh, we, we are able, God will exalt them. But those who will try to exalt themselves, God said they'd be, uh, I don't know exactly the way, but you come down. So uh, I, I, I learn here, we, we have to learn to be able. So when the, the disciple took the five bread and two fish and they give it to Jesus, the Bible teaches us that Jesus took it and blessed it. And after blessing, the Bible teaches uh, he broke this. It is broke. Uh, he broke it to give to people. So uh, you know that uh, you can have multiplication without broke, without break. So if you want something to be multiplied, multi- multiplied yeah, you have to break it. So more of us, we want multiplication, but we don't want to be broke. We want to be great. We don't want to, because if you want if something, if you want it to be two, you have to break it. You have to break it. So if you want to, more of us, we are, we are here, we want to see God multiply, multiply ourselves, multiply. Uh, I did something in us, put more and more. But uh, when you start praying, God, put more in me. We have to remember that when you pray to more, it means we have to break. So we want more, but we don't want to be broke. So we have to learn that to something come more, we have to break. Sometimes we have to break our heart before Lord. We have to break some uh, ideas, some, some rules. We have to break some things of our life so we can find the multiplication. So Jesus took it and blessed it. And after that, he broke it. He broke it so we can multiply, multiply. And after that, we see here something very amazing. Uh, Jesus tell them that... Uh, before you give them the food, it's good to put them in group, in group of hundred and some of fifty. Okay. Uh, the Bible teaches us that uh, all of uh, those who eat that day, there was five thousand, uh, and Bible says five thousand men. They don't uh, mention women, it's women and, and children. Uh, I was trying to joke with my mind. Uh, if you, you speak about 5,000 men, if it is uh, in Mozambique, uh, if each man, he went to that uh, meeting to follow Jesus with his wife, it means that there was uh, 10,000, okay? And if it's Mozambique, if uh, in Mozambique, as well, uh, uh, each family, uh, they have um, four children. Some of them, they have 10. Uh, but uh, we can find in four, maybe in four, it means that if each family... They went with four children. Uh, it is 
4,000 of people was there. Maybe for you, here's maybe just one child and two. Uh, it's good for you. So, uh, so, <laughs> in, in Mozambique, sometimes we, we, we have more than four because more of us, we, 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 work, we work in farms. So if you have more children, it's good to help you to work in farms. So I'm look here, uh, maybe... Uh, we have here 4,000, it's just my mind, 4,000 people uh, in this wilderness. 5,000 men, maybe other 5,000 uh, of women, 10,000 in, in Mozambique, four children for each family, 4,000. Uh, 4, so I'm looking here, 4,000 people. And Jesus saying that uh, put them in group. Of fifth, fifth, and hundred, hundred. Looking, those people are hungry. Maybe very hungry. I don't know for you, but for me, to call me for meeting when I'm hungry, it's not very good. <laughs> uh, Sometimes I'm losing my mind because hungry is hungry. Uh, I, I want to eat. I'm hungry. But Jesus said, hey, stop. I know that you are hungry. But put them in group of fifth, fifth, or hundred, hundred. I don't know if you just think it. It means that uh, the disciples start to count them. One, two, three, fifth, put inside. One, two, three, fifth. It, it, we are talking about 5,000, maybe 10,000, 4,000 people. How many times do you have to take to count all of them? What Jesus is trying to teach us here, Jesus tells us that his God is organized God. He's not God all to do like, hey, come here, take. No, he's organized God. He know, he know that you are hungry. But he say, my son, my daughter, I know that you need it. But waiting, I'm coming there. It will take time, but waiting, I'm coming to give you. I have it. I multiply that it now. I have to give you, but you have to learn waiting. More of us, we don't want to wait in these days. We need everything now, now, and now. No one wants waiting. But Jesus is teaching us here, my son, my daughter, I love you. I have it for you. I am God. Even if I don't have, I can make it now for you. But I need you to learn to wait Waiting, I'm counting in this side. One, two. I'm coming your side, but you have to wait because I'm coming there. It's a time that we have to learn to wait, waiting. When I start to uh, uh, think about waiting, I remember that uh, it's teaching us that uh, you have to learn to pray for the miracle of your brother. Why? Because if he's counting, if you start to pray, God bless my brother, God bless my brother, it means that if your brother be blessed, you are the next. Yes, because if he's counting one, two, three, fifteen there, if you start praying for Ken blessing, so it means after Ken, 
is you. So it's good to start praying for each one. Because if I'm praying for my brother, if he gets his miracle, I'm the next. Do you remember, Joe? The Bible teaches when Joe starts praying for his friend, is that the moment we God remember about him and bless him. It means what we start when you bless someone, God will bless you. Our brother was speaking about the miss. The Bible says that if you are missed for, with someone, it is missed for someone, God will have means for you. So we have to learn to bless others, to help others, to pray for others. Because God will never forget, will never forget someone who helped his brother. He is God. You, do you remember uh, about Paul and Silas? The Bible tells us that point Sila they help a certain lady. She 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 had a, a demon. So Paul and Sila pray for her and help her. But because point Sila help her, the Bible teaches that the the point Sila they they took it. It is took it to the jail. See, someone helped someone to be free, and they, they took it to the prison. How we can do? And even before they took it to prison, the Bible, the Bible teaches that they, they beat them. This. Uh, so they was tired and in uh, sorrow they was in prison. They helped someone, but they went to the prison. But there I learned that God will never let in prison someone who will help someone to be free. So when they was in the prison, the Bible teaches that in midnight, Paul and Sila in pain. I, I, can, I can think here, Paul looking to Sila and says, Sila, what we can do now? And Sila says, I don't know. I'm tired. I'm in pain. I don't know what to do. Paul said, maybe we have to do something. What, Paul? I'm tired here. And Paul said, yeah, I know we helped someone, but we are here in prison. I don't know what to do. But I must, I'm just thinking, Silas. Because maybe because your name starts with S, you can start singing. <laughs> and my name starts with P, I'll start praying. <laughs> And uh, I'll be praying, you'll be singing, you'll be singing, I'll be praying. The Bible teacher, when they start praying and singing, the jail broke it. And God, one more time, he tell us that I will never let someone in prison if he helps someone to be free. If you help someone, surely God will help you. Even if that one, and even if people forget about that, God will never forget that you helped someone. And God bless you. Let's pray. Father, we want to thank you. We want to thank you because you will never change. You are the same God. You are the same God yesterday. You are the same today and you will be the same tomorrow. Lord, help us and teach us. We know that you're still God. We are here, Lord, with our life. We are here with our life, Lord. Help us to steal in this gospel. 
to still seeking the kingdom. And all glory and honor be to you, not all today, but forever and evermore. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.